Hello and welcome to Physician Assistant in a Flash, the flashcard style podcast to get you ready for your clinical medicine exams, end of rotation exam, pack rat, pants, or panry. By now you should know all of the content and you're ready to start actively recalling the information that you need to pass your exam. Join me if you are ready to become a physician assistant in a flash. Greetings, podcast friends. We are following up a lengthy episode on ophthalmology with an episode dedicated to ears, nose, and throat, which will wrap up part four of the family medicine and a rotation exam topic list provided by the PAEA. The PAEA's end of rotation exam for family medicine is 8% H-E-E-N-T, that's ophthalmology, and ENT for a combined 8%. On the pants, it's only 7%. That's 8 questions for the EOR, but 21 questions for the boards. For family medicine, at least, for the EOR, I recommend focusing only on common conditions because there is so much to study. We don't want to get lost in the weeds. I'll try to follow my own advice in this episode. We'll see how it goes. Let's get started. What are the main culprits of otitis externa? Which pathogens cause otitis externa? Pseudomonas or Staph aureus. What is the leading cause of mastoiditis? Untreated otitis media. What are some medications that cause tinnitus? NSAIDs, aminoglycosides, SSRIs, and loop diuretics. What is the treatment for nasal polyps? Intranasal corticosteroids. What is a heterophile test used to diagnose? Infectious mono with Epstein-Barr virus. Where do most anterior nosebleeds occur? Kesselbach's plexus. This includes the septum, inferior turbinates, and the nasal floor. A six-year-old boy has bilateral painful swellings in the preauricular region near the maxilla. For the past three days, he's had fever, fatigue, and malaise. What is the most likely diagnosis? Mumps paratitis which may also be called sialadenitis. A 22-year-old woman who works at a daycare center has had two days of fever, adenophagia, malaise, and headache. Physical exam shows a temperature of 101 degrees Fahrenheit, anterior cervical lymphadenopathy, and an erythematous oropharynx with scattered white exudate. A rapid test confirms the cause to be bacterial. What is the best treatment? Amoxicillin to treat strep pharyngitis. 
What is the definitive treatment for a peritonsillar abscess? Incision and drainage is definitive, and everyone will need to get IV antibiotics. What is the treatment of choice for laryngitis? Voice rest and humidification. What is the vaccination schedule for the pneumococcal 13 vaccine? Vaccinate at two months, four months, six months, and one year. What is the presentation of otitis externa? Inflammation and erythema of the outer ear with thick white discharge. The tympanic membrane is not affected in otitis externa. Air bubbles visualized behind the tympanic membrane should make you think of which diagnosis. Serous otitis media. What is the treatment for mastoiditis? IV cephalosporin, and they might need a mastoidectomy. What is first-line treatment for allergic rhinitis? Inhaled glucocorticoids. These are preferred to antihistamines because they treat the ocular and nasopharyngeal symptoms better than antihistamines do. A 17-year-old boy has fever, pharyngitis, and cervical lymphadenopathy. Labs show atypical lymphocytes. What is the next best step in management? He likely has acute mono, which can be confirmed with a heterophile test. Treat with supportive care, Tylenol, rest, and avoid contact sports. What is first-line treatment for an anterior epistaxis with a visualized source of bleeding? Apply pressure to the source, and um, you can use silver nitrate if you see the source of the bleeding. List some risk factors for oral candidiasis. There are a lot of them. Uh, some are diabetes, pregnancy, obesity, being immunocompromised, breastfed babies, um, using inhaled corticosteroids or estrogen like in oral contraceptives or an IUD, using dentures, and uh, recent antibiotic use. A 19-year-old female presents with one week of nasal congestion clear rhinorrhea, boggy terminates, and itchy eyes. She has experienced similar intermittent episodes in the past. What is the best treatment? Mm -hmm. 
intranasal steroids to treat allergic rhinitis. What is the vaccination schedule for mumps? Give the MMR vaccine at ages 1 and 4. What is the treatment for otitis externa? Ciprofloxacin drops, and you might need to use an earwick. Describe a cholesteatoma. Prolonged eustachian tube dysfunction causing the tympanic membrane to draw inward, creating a sac, and this can result in hearing loss. A patient has sudden onset ear pain, vertigo, roaring tinnitus, and hearing loss. What's the most likely cause? Tympanic membrane perforation. Which lymph nodes are most likely to be affected by Epstein-Barr virus? The posterior cervical lymph nodes. Which drug class is considered to be the most ototoxic? Aminoglycosides. What is a pot-puffy tumor? Infection of the frontal sinus, eroding through the frontal bone. Diagnose with uh, CT and treat with IV antibiotics. A 23-year-old woman with a history of Crohn's disease presents with several painful small round ulcers on the oral mucosa for the past five days. These ulcers have a yellow center and are surrounded by an erythematous halo. She has never experienced similar symptoms. She has had no changes to her diet or medications. What is the most likely diagnosis? Aphthous ulcers. What is the leading cause of scarlet fever? Group A beta hemolytic strep, like strep pyogenes. What are some signs and symptoms of a peritonsillar abscess? Fever. Muffled hot potato voice, severe sore throat, adynophagia, trismus or lockjaw, malodorous breath, swollen tonsils, hyperemic throat, deviated uvula, ear pain, and lymphadenopathy. How can you differentiate leukoplakia and oral candidiasis? Leukoplakia cannot be scraped off but candida is easily removed. A six-month-old child has fever, crying, poor sleep, and poor eating. The mom has noticed her pulling at her ears. On exam, the tympanic membrane is bulging and red. What's the best treatment?
she has otitis media, so treat with amoxicillin. How do you diagnose mastoiditis? X-ray followed up with CT. Which medications should be avoided in the event of a tympanic membrane perforation? Aminoglycosides and steroids. What is the most common cause of bacterial sinusitis? Strep pneumo. What is the leading cause of conductive hearing loss? Cerumen impaction. Other causes are eustachian tube dysfunction, otosclerosis, trauma, and chronic ear infections. What are some signs of a nasal foreign body? Unilateral malodorous bloody discharge. What is the most likely cause of sialidinitis? Staph aureus or mumps. List three complications of untreated acute pharyngitis caused by strep pyogenes. A peritonsillar abscess or retropharyngeal abscess, scarlet fever, rheumatic fever, glomerulonephritis, otitis media, and adenitis. Where does a peritonsillar abscess develop? Between which anatomic structures is this abscess going to develop? between the superior constrictor muscle and the tonsil. A 63-year-old man has had laryngitis for five weeks and has not improved with voice rest. He has not had any recent illnesses and is up to date on his vaccines. What is the next best step in working up a diagnosis? Laryngoscopy is indicated for cases of laryngitis that persist more than three weeks. What are the most common pathogens causing acute otitis media? Strep pneumo, that's the big one, H flu, and Moraxella catarralis. What is the treatment of choice for otitis media in patients with a penicillin allergy? Azithromycin. What is Samter's triad? Asthma, aspirin sensitivity, and nasal polyps. A 28-year-old woman has a history of episodic vertigo with tinnitus and hearing loss. 
During these episodes, she often vomits and feels better after one hour. She has these episodes three times per year. What is the most likely diagnosis? Meniere disease. List some types of peripheral vertigo. Benign positional paroxysmal vertigo, labyrinthitis, Meniere's disease, and alcohol intoxication. What pathogen causes aphthous ulcers? Human herpes virus 6. What is sialadenitis? An infection of the parotid gland or Stinson's duct. What are the Centaur criteria? The Centaur criteria is a risk stratification tool for strep pharyngitis. The criteria are fever, anterior cervical lymphadenopathy, pharyngotonsillar exudate, and no cough. They cannot have a cough. What is the treatment for sialadenitis? Massage the gland to express pus and apply warm compresses, sialagogues, I don't know if I said that right, sialagogues, or lozenges can promote the excretion of saliva. How do you diagnose a peritonsillar abscess? CT with contrast. Do an ultrasound of the neck if it is a child or pregnant woman. Which vaccines can help protect against otitis media in children? H-flu and pneumococcal, which is PCV13. If you've made it this far, you've survived the H-E-E-N-T portion of the Family Medicine End of Rotation Exam topic list. Two episodes may feel like a lot of studying for 8% of an exam, but I promise that knowing this information will continue to pay off whether it's on future exams or in clinical practice. We're making great progress. Keep hanging in there as we make our way through the rest of the family medicine content right here at Physician Assistant in a Flash. 